Oh, hey there. I'm Felicity Harley, host of this podcast, Healthy-ish from Body and Soul. Joining me today is Dr. Flavia Fayette-Moore. She's a scientist, dietitian, space nutritionist. Yes, there is such a thing. And CEO of Food IQ Global. And today we're chatting about digestion and all those delicious foods and drinks that can wreak havoc on ours. And she's going to tell you, well, what you can do about it. Now, if you do like what you hear from Flavia, make sure you listen to Extra Healthy-ish, where she shares what to eat and drink for better digestion. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Flavia, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish today. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited to be here today. Yeah, I'm excited to. I mean, can you be excited to talk about digestion? Yes, I think you can, right? <laughs> yes, it's it's cool to talk about stool. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Well, give us a quick rundown, uh, well, a quick overview of how our body digests food. Okay, so our digestive system is set up so that we can obtain everything we need from our environment to give us energy, the vitamins and minerals minerals so that we can grow, repair, and do daily functions like breathing, for example, sleeping, and so on. So the way that our digestive system works, it starts in our mouth and it ends the digestion in our intestine. So the digestive process begins well before food hits our mouth. Just thinking about food can instigate it. If you smell food, it can start with releasing the enzymes in your mouth. And remembering that digestion does start in the mouth to help break down some of the sugars and starches so it makes it easier for us to absorb it. Then it goes into the stomach, which is where we have the acid that helps break down those tight bonds in protein. And then everything moves into our intestine, which is where we absorb everything into our blood so it can be pumped by our heart to all the different places in our body from our brain to our feet. I mean, it's a, it's a wondrous system when you describe it like that, that it actually start, it can start, well, it does start just by looking at food. What are some common foods and, and drinks that can cause digestion issues for people and why? So there are lots of different ways that indigestion can happen or gut symptoms. It can be from indigestion, and that's often when food goes into the stomach and some of it comes back up. So maybe if you eat too much, it can cause that, or if you eat and you lie down, or if you're wearing tight clothing. But when it comes to foods, any food that's really fatty, like deep fried, chili, caffeine, it can release that valve that goes from the esophagus, which is that tube that, that goes into our stomach, and a little bit of food can come back. It's meant to be a one-way valve, but some foods can relax that valve and a bit of that acid goes back. And that's what causes that heartburn, that indigestion mm. that people feel. Of course, another reason is if you have too much fiber. So if you're not used to having baked beans every day for breakfast or porridge, and all of a sudden you start having it, then that the gut bacteria that lives in our large intestine go crazy. It's like lollies for them. They love it. <laughs> Great description. So what they do is they... <laughs> they start fermenting it and breaking it down because our bodies can't break down those plant components in food like fiber. And what happens is that they produce a lot of gas when they ferment. So it can, if you're not used to it, it means that your bacteria is not used to getting those lollies every day and they go crazy because they're like, wow, food, we're starving and we want some. So they produce a lot of that gas and, and can cause a lot of that distension and discomfort as well. But it's not a problem for most people mm. because we know in Australia, 
Yeah, most Australians aren't eating enough plants or fruits or vegetables, so it's not very common. But a more common um, foods or classes of foods that cause gut symptoms are the FODMAPs. So FODMAPs are basically a fancy scientific description for five different types of sugars that exist across foods from wheat to fruits and vegetables, legumes and dairy. And those sugars, again, bacteria love them. So for some people, when they have too much of those foods, it can feed the, the gut bacteria and they can produce a lot of gut discomfort. The other um, yeah. major one that a lot of people talk about, you're probably thinking about it, Felicity, is dairy, right? So mm. for a lot of people, when they have dairy, it can cause um, a lot of gut discomfort. Now, there's like really two main reasons for this. Uh, a lot of it is because of lactose intolerance, but also the type of protein in, in dairy. Well, talk us through a bit more about that one in particular, because... You know, you're right. I mean, even in my circle, you know, a lot of my friends are like, oh, I just feel so bloated if I have too much dairy. I mean, what what's going on here? Well, it's really important to exclude any medical reasons why you're getting those gut issues, right? So ensuring that you see an accredited practicing dietitian or a medical professional yeah, to, diet, to eliminate, right, potentially having celiac disease or irritable bowel like Crohn's and so on. So first exclude that it's nothing else, but a common self-diagnosis that people make when they get gut symptoms, when they have dairy is lactose intolerance. Basically lactose intolerance is when our body cannot digest the lactose or the sugar that's naturally present in milk. And what happens is that undigested larger molecule goes into the, the large intestine or the colon and the bacteria start fermenting it. Right. So it creates that symptom. Um, and a lot of people get gas or they might get diarrhea or they get pain and discomfort when they have it just because that lactose made its way all the way into the large intestine for the bacteria to eat it. Now, lactose malabsorption, which is lacking the enzyme that breaks down lactose, is actually quite common around the world. But lactose intolerance, which is when you have the malabsorption and you get symptoms, is not as common okay. as the prevalence of the, the enzyme. So it's really important if you're having the, the symptoms to not eliminate dairy altogether because dairy is highly nutritious. First test if you can choose foods that have less lactose, for example, yogurt and cheese, um, and, and figure out if it actually is lactose intolerance or potentially if it's something else in dairy, like the type of protein that, that exists. So I can give you more details about that. <laughs> so all milk that we generally get from our local grocery store has two different types of protein, A1 and A2. Now, they're very similar in, in the way that the, the makeup of the protein, the, uh, the building blocks or the amino acids in them. But one small difference between A1 and A2 results in our body breaking it down differently. And the way that it breaks down creates molecules that has a range of reactions from inflammation to how food moves through the body that cause gut discomfort. And it also increases the inflammation. The, the problem is that the symptoms that people get from having the A1 protein are very similar to lactose intolerance. So they self-diagnose as lactose intolerance when in fact, perhaps it's actually the presence of the A1 protein. It can all be very confusing when it comes to the gut and working out what's going on. What's your advice to 
to all of this to work out, okay, if, if I am feeling bloated, what should I do? And, and I guess, yeah, it's very, it is very confusing and there is, everyone's so different, right? And everyone has a different makeup in their gut microbiome and react to foods differently with different intolerances. So first and foremost, if you are having issues, see a professional, right? But you can also try eliminating some of the trigger foods and some of the things that trigger like lactose or A1 protein. So perhaps having uh, milk that is free of A1 and free of lactose to start to see really if it was dairy that was causing that intolerance or if it's the other four types of sugars that are very commonly causing gut discomfort or if it's something else altogether like additives or preservatives that can also um, give you gut reactions. Yeah. So there is something you can do, but don't eliminate a whole food group because dairy is so nutritious. It's like 15 different essential nutrients that we get more than 10% of. And most of them are around 30%, 50%, like vitamin B12. And it's really important we get them because across all life stages in Australia, we have 17 nutrients that are suboptimal in the diet. So even though we can get it from other foods, we would have to pay a lot more attention to those foods. And they're all nutrients that are of concern. They're shortfalls in the Australian diet mm. because we are not eating a diet that's very nutritious. I think we might have to get you back on to talk about yes. <laughs> how to get more of those. <laughs> Did you say 17 nutrients back yes. in the diet? Flavia, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Thank you so much for having me. If you did enjoy this chat about digestion, aka gut health, I will leave a link to another podcast I recorded recently on this topic about gut hypnosis. I'll leave that link in the show notes, FYI. If you did enjoy this interview, make sure you rate and review it or you can subscribe to this podcast. Anything else, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And until next time you listen, hopefully tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.